0: You are listening to episode 73. And I also would like to introduce today the Okiki Video Bootcamp. Yes, I will be launching a course, which I will have a wait list In the show notes and I will be launching some group coaching as well I know there has been a lot of requests lately of people wanting to learn how can they create content for their own brands and so I'm looking forward to bringing you along in the journey with that if that's something that you've wanted to gain skills and techniques on this will be for you you'll learn systems on how to create content effectively and efficiently and have more time for yourself in the while reaching your clients. Again, you can find the information for the Okiki Video Bootcamp in the show notes below. On today's episode, I get to interview someone who came to our podcast all the way from the UK. Yes, that's right. I get to interview Grace Nelson, and she is the co-founder of Think, Create, and initiate and with this business she has decades worth of business experience and she helps women in corporate start their online business from scratch and start to make their first 1k months online before 10xing their income using the system that she has created so i am so excited and delighted to interview grace and share her knowledge and wisdom with you on today's podcast By the way, if you've been enjoying the Okiki podcast, be sure to leave a review and let me know, what do you think of these episodes? Are they inspiring you as much as they're inspiring me? Because I have to be honest, interviewing these guests really does inspire me. Also, if you have any feedback or any episodes you'd like to see, let me know in the comments and be sure to leave a rating. That definitely helps for me to be more seen and be able to produce more episodes like this for you all. And on with the episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fiona O'Brien. everyone, and welcome to the Okiki podcast. And today I have a very special guest, and she is the co-founder of Think, Create, Initiate Method. She is a business coach and specializes in supporting women in the corporate world to start their online business from scratch and make their first 1,000K months online before 10Xing their business. So this is huge for some of you, you know, who are part of that great resignation and are really trying to figure out what they want to do and are really into entrepreneurship entrepreneurship this is area she focuses in and with over a decade of experience with small business she really helps women to clarify their business ideas online she has also very very successful portfolio including working with the google campus and she is also a co-host of her very own podcast think create initiate so thank you so much grace for gracing our podcast today
1: (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Fian, for having me on and joining you and your listeners today. Thank you.
0: Awesome. So let's get into it, because I feel like you work in a very unique intersection. You work with online businesses, which is, as we all know, huge today. And you work with women-owned businesses, which if you work in tech and if you work in business, um, you know, face a lot of challenges. So I want to know your journey of how did you get into entrepreneurship yourself as a woman? And what led you then to focus on those sectors?
1: Yes, indeed. Definitely. Thank you so much. So when I started my entrepreneurial journey, it wasn't initially into coaching. At the time, so it was 2013, nine years ago, I'm still at Young and Fresh, hopefully. But at the time, I had a lot of experience working with SMEs, micro businesses on high streets and in town centres, helping them just to improve their digital visibility and footprint and just embrace the digital revolution. So that was really the kind of breadth and span of my experience working with a multitude of businesses. But when I received my wake up call, as we all do when we enter into the entrepreneurial realm. It was at a time whereby I was experiencing a really severe flare up from an autoimmune condition that I'd had since a very early age of 20. The current workplace at the time that I was working in, very stressful environment. The culture and the actual colleagues of mine, they were great, but it was just one particular line manager. So I just knew at that point it was time that there needed to be or they had to be something better, something bigger where I can fully tap into my talents, my expertise, my zone of genius, and I wouldn't have to undergo the treatment that I was experiencing in that current workplace. So at that time, my now business partner and best friend, Charlotte, she was also experiencing something similar in a workplace and just felt really kind of fenced in. They invisible structures, as it were, that were just keeping us locked in so we used to link up every Friday night you know with a bottle of rosé and I must say at the time we were going to war with the world but it it started to become more productive after a while and we thought why don't we team up you know we've got so much talents and passions why don't we start a joint venture and so we did but we initially started in the events management world And we were delivering bespoke events management, covering from your social to your corporate. So corporate business networking, as well as weddings and parties and even doing uh, fun days as well, fun fair days, etc. So a whole host of things we were doing. And it was fun. Business started to grow really quickly just from word of mouth. And it came because we were still in our nine to five, there came a point whereby the demand started to outgrow our time. And we thought, this is great, but we can't continue like this. So we started to move more online. So on Facebook and From there, you know, we wanted to build a a ready database of suppliers that we could tap into. So whenever we got contracts in, we could always outsource it. And we wanted to establish a model like that. So we began that way and we started to build a community of following. And we were sharing our journey in the events management company and a business networking. And we started to attract a host of people from different walks of life, not just the events management industry. And they were following us, listening to our advice about starting a business and just really enjoying how we were showing up, what we were doing out there. So business over the the year or two, our business started to evolve. And we became more service-based and showing up in this online community on Facebook. And it started to grow. I think we started a Facebook group and it grew to about 600 or maybe 800 very quickly in a matter of months, whereby it was called the Entrepreneur Connections Community at the time. And people were coming there, listening to our story. We were doing trainings, et cetera. So our business started to evolve from there into the coaching industry using our experience. And myself and Charlotte, To date, we are business coaches and yes, as Fian said that, we do, you know, our our niche is that we support women to start their own business, create their signature online offer and go on to make their first 1k months because that, that first 1k milestone, sometimes that's the hardest milestone to get to, especially when you're starting from scratch, you're coming from the environment whereby you're more or less told what to do on an ongoing basis to now being your your own CEO as we like to call the women that come into our world and you're having to set your own parameters your own boundaries and kind of think on your feet as to the evolution of your business so Charlotte and i We teach from experience and we teach women how to do so within small pockets of time. So whether you're in your nine to five, you've got family commitments or, you know, you're just working within small pockets of time. We show you that it's possible to still do so, to still make 1K, 5K, 10K months, even go beyond that. Because we are living examples of doing that ourselves. So we walk the walk. So I'm still in a nine to five project managing, delivering now more than 20 project streams in terms of high street or town centre recovery initiatives, making town centres and places and businesses really expand their operations, especially since the pandemic has really hit hard in many London high streets as well. So through walking the walk, you know, I'm at the level whereby I can show you that I've got the same commitments. I've got a 19 month old baby who needs all of my time as well, but I'm still rocking my business. I'm still showing up for my clients, albeit I may look tired sometimes, but because it's still, you know, it's, it's a passion of mine and it's all part of my legacy, it can be done essentially. And through the evolution, of what myself and charlotte have been doing we've developed a methodology or pathway as you highlighted earlier at end, which is all about think create initiate and essentially think create initiate is moving women from that thinking stage yes you've got an idea a seed of an idea and a concept but it's actually to package that up into an irresistible online offer a single online offer because we believe in the power of one especially if you're working within a small pockets of time one that takes into account your expertise, your experience, your talents, your passions, and your skill set packages that up so that you can actually sell it online over and over again. So whether it be a online course, a group program, a mastermind, or one to one service, it's something that has your own signature stamp on it. You're taking people through your own process, and then the last bit, so that's the create bit, and then the initiate bit is to actually go out there, that drive, that tenacity, and sell it, sell it, because many women, you know, they're They're happy to start businesses, but when it comes to the selling, which is a crucial bit of it, you know, that's where all the fears, the self-doubt starts to kick in. So we walk women through our process so that they feel confident. They can go out out there with that conviction to know that there is a ready-to-buy market out there, and they know how to strongly position themselves, even from scratch as well. So that kind of gives you an overview of what I do in a nutshell.
0: That's really amazing, and I feel like there's so much to unpack from there, even. I liked how you talked about the journey of you creating your company, and then from there, really trying to find the areas that you're really most passionate about, which is It sounds like there's aspects of automation in there because of time and like how much time women actually have and the idea of flexibility. So whether you still want to keep your nine to five or you want to go full on in this, how can you create this and make it sustainable? So just to backtrack a little on you and Charlotte's journey, what was your first 1K month like and what was the experience that got you there? And what was the moment you created for yourself something automated that you knew? okay, we can teach this to other people?
1: Yeah, I think that's a brilliant question. So in terms of coaching, our first 1k month and consistent 1k month actually came off the back of a challenge, an online challenge. So Charlotte and I, we we like to immerse ourselves with other fellow entrepreneurs, like-minded women. And we were following a UK seven-figure coach online. And we thought, you know what, we need a bit of a kick up, you know, just to get us going. So We were in this, I think it was a five-day challenge, whereby we had to create our signature offer. And at that time, you know, myself and Charlotte, we had been going with just one-to-one services, so having one-to-one clients, et cetera, before we started to move into group programs. So we kind of unpacked, okay, what are we... And you had to sell something, I should say, within those five days, you know. So it needed to be something that you could quickly... um, And something not too high value as well that you can push out there. So we were kind of unpacking, okay, what are we really good at? What could we, what would we like to do as well? Especially if we got volumes of people saying that we want this. Sometimes it could be a drain, especially if you're doing something that you don't really enjoy. So I kind of delved deep and I thought, do you know what we're really good at, Charlotte? We can build quick and easy landing pages and email sequence funnels as well. Because, um, you know, for our own um, packages, you know, I quickly started to master how to build those landing page funnels, etc. So I thought, why don't we package a simple, we'll build you a one page, a landing page and a five, a magic five email sequence as well to go out. So we did. And we pitched the offer. And straight away, we got about, I think the first day we got about five people say, do you know what, Grace? Yes, we're really interested. And then during the course of the week, we had more people reaching out as well. So all in all, I think we had about 15 people that had come to us, you know, for that package that we just thought about on our feet as well. And we'd priced that at around about 200 pounds so that that those initial five straight away that was a thousand pounds and then throughout you know we, we made more money as well but then after a while I must admit it did become a bit too much you know and just doing landing pages and email funnels so from there in order to well, what about leveraging our time as well as I was saying earlier Fian to you and your listeners so one of the things that myself and Charlotte really wanted to focus on was a signature group program Something whereby we could bring a cohort of women together, all on the same level in terms of starting out in a business that passion. So that's when we created our signature mastermind and at the time because we were starting out getting the feeders that was priced at around it was something really low like 297 and we had six women sign up for our very first one and it's just been going from strength to strength ever since that now that mastermind is now $5000 for 4 months and we're even looking to increase the price because of the demand in it we're looking to increase the price even later on this year as well so it just shows you you know how okay when when you're starting out you may feel that you And it's not for everybody, I must say, that you might feel that you have to price low in order to be strong as that initial entrant. And that's exactly what we did. But, you know, if you've got the confidence and you've got something that there's a strong demand for it, people will be happy to pay the price for it because people are just looking for ways to make their life a lot easier. And if you've got something that speaks to them and can do that, whatever the price is, they'll be happy to pay if they can see that value as well.
0: That's very, very interesting. Thank you so much for explaining that. And I wanted to also kind of go into the initiatives that you both took to really let people know about your brand. And I hope I'm saying it right again. Uh, Think, create and initiate. (laughs) So I guess as someone who is in Canada, I'm curious in general, what is the entrepreneurial landscape like in the U.K.? And yeah, what initiatives did you take to initiate your brand? And also, is there a lot of support for entrepreneurs in the UK as there is, you know, in the US or Canada? What is your perspective on that?
1: because we're in we've got the online marketplace essentially there it gives us all a level playing field to start off with but however i must say when starting out and i found this very odd at the time but we attracted more women from america or canada or overseas even singapore to be honest, as opposed to our UK counterparts. Maybe they just, the algorithms, they just weren't seeing us online. But since then, so it was probably around, I would say 80, 20, 80% American, 20%, you know, other. But since then now we've probably got an equal split maybe more so now UK now that we've we're, we're more out there as a brand and through the clients that we've had here in the UK and their referrals as well we're getting more UK women. But myself and Charlotte, in terms of the coaching environment, it wasn't actually a, a deliberate choice but we've always been attracted to American coaches. <laughs> Just because of the the style, the charisma, even you, Fionn, you know the way you talk and come across as well. That just uh, it's more attractive and appealing. I must say, exactly. But I'm not discounting the UK coaches over here who are equally brilliant, but I just think there's a certain essence that American coaches bring. So we were very much immersed in that world and we would get clients from even those coaching containers, you know, because they would have massive amount of followers. So we were able to show up, share a bit about us, and we would attract somebody from within that community to to work with us as well. But here in the UK, there is a lot of support for entrepreneurs, startup entrepreneurs, young people entrepreneurs as well. In terms of grant funding, etc. But really, here, and I know it's very different to America, it's very easy to start up a business. I mean, you more or less just pay. I don't even know if it's twenty pounds to register yourself in company's house. It's not a long-winded process, and then you're more or less in business. You can, you know, there's not a lot of paperwork to go with it. Obviously, over time, you need to find a a good accountant unless you can do your own account. But really, most people just get started by showing up online, positioning themselves with a very strong brand and ethos, and then networking, networking, going out there, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, all those channels. And it's just about speaking, connecting, and then magnetizing those people that are attracted, you know, to what you're saying, et cetera. So I would say that there hasn't really been any barriers being a UK coach in terms of growing and involving our our coaching agency as well. And there's many examples of UK coaches here who are seven, eight figures. I do see that they tend to then go over to America, (laughs) that kind of a natural pathway. But yeah, I, I think it's a great time wherever you are in the world, if you want to start up a business, you've got the world at your feet, essentially. And I remember feeling that I was, I'm in this community with other like-minded coaches. And there was a woman coach from Africa, a small town in Africa, who's absolutely crushing it. I mean, she's making six figures or more a year. And she actually shared that some people were a bit shocked at that. You know, how could somebody from Africa be making that much, et cetera? You know, a lot of people were quite naive and small minded on that front. So I just want to share that it doesn't matter where you started from, essentially. If you've got that drive, if you kind of immerse yourself in the right environments and network with the right people, you can find your space. There's plenty of pie for everybody to tap into and eat as well.
0: That's really great. And I love hearing like the cross-cultural references. I have to say one of the people I love watching on LinkedIn especially is Paul Carrick Brunson, and yeah. when I did discover him it was during the pandemic and he was doing these live streams and he mm-hmm. is an American from BC or DC sorry he well it's Jamaican American because he's always mm-hmm. shouting that out yeah, yeah. he's been working a lot in the UK and he was talking about you know just opportunities all over the world so it's really cool to hear that there's people from the UK even looking at content creators in North America and that like all the you know all the world's being brought together through this virtual reality that we're now living in the
1: world a whole lot smaller
0: yeah definitely and so I wanted to ask with all of that and with all of those opportunities that you and Charlotte have seized and the masterminds where do you see this organization in the next you know one year three years, five years what would be your vision for oh I love that oh
1: being and yeah this we've got a grand vision a grand vision so we love coaching women online on a one-to-one basis or, or masterminds, etc. but we are moving more into the corporate world as well. So actually delivering quite large corporate contracts for clients. And we do want to accredit our business to have an accredited course. That just for a corporate client to one that's very prospective to the corporate client that they can take on board and actually their employees or their users can use all the time. So that, that helps with the residual passive income as well. We also want to do more retreats as well, you know, take our amazing women away with us and just to experience our coaching in a, a different part of the world as well. Alongside that, we are everything's virtual at the moment, but it's nice to have that kind of in-person touch point. So we are looking to find offices, our headquarters, whereby we can fly our team over. We've got a virtual assistant based in the Philippines, fly them over. We can have in-person meetings and we've got accountability coaches as well that help us with our masterminds too. But in terms of my vision, Fian, just to extend from this, so my bigger vision, and obviously my, my brand, this business acts as a part of that wider vision or may even be the vehicle towards that. But I, my family, myself, were originally from Ghana in Africa. And my big vision is to create a foundation, an enterprise foundation, where I can feed fund businesses of young people. You know, there's so many entrepreneurs out there, young entrepreneurs out there, and sometimes they just need the capital backing in order to um, realise or activate what they want to do. So my vision is to have that enterprise foundation, the headquarters establishment in Ghana, So that I can start to really deliver on that work that I'm really passionate about, working with young people, helping them, because they're the future. And they're going to have those those multi-million, trillion-pound businesses, you know, ideas of the the next generation. So I think everything is all working in tandem towards that at the moment. But yeah, I can't wait to realise all of that.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited to hear that too. And I can relate as I'm Nigerian born (laughs) as well. So yes, for sure. And definitely super excited about the talent that's happening in that continent. You know, I think it's just like, yeah, something waiting to happen, basically. And so for those who are early to invest in those individuals and really be part of that story. I think yes. it'll be very yes. exciting. I think there's going to be a new story for that continent in general, Definitely. probably years
1: come. A new narrative is coming there. Yes. Definitely.
0: And finally, uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you value the most about the position that you are in today with your company and the role that you play?
1: I think for me, as a black woman, I think I've got a strong position as to where I am, just to show people that sometimes, and you know, everybody's got their different circumstances, but sometimes we put up these perceived barriers as to why we can't be successful, why we can't go down a certain route to make it happen. But I want to act as an example as a Black woman, you know, albeit from the UK, that once you put your mind to something, refocus your energy, and even to that endpoint that, yes, it is going to be successful you'll see a whole lot of things starts to shift and change in your life. And it all starts, yes, with the mindset, but it's also energetically how you're showing up. You know, showing up with, I get to do this. Every day I wake up, I get to change other people's lives just by doing something that I'm really passionate about, just by actually exchanging my knowledge all these years of things that I've accumulated. And once you kind of reframe your thoughts to you think on that level, it just elevates you to a whole new high. that things start to shift in the way that you desire for it to happen as well with myself Charlotte two black women from the UK and our brand we want to help as many women out there who know that they want more and to be more and sometimes it's just finding that right person that they can connect with that can they can resonate with and just through listening to them and really break it down understand that they too can realise that dream, realise their full potential and create something massive, which many people will be talking about, you know, and experiencing for years to come with those big transformational shifts as well.
0: Thank you so much. That's such a great, eloquent answer. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story with our audience today. I know I'm always inspired by (laughs) these interviews. So for those who listen, it's always, you know, selfishly I'm interviewing these people for myself, (laughs) but I just feel like you shared so much value with us today in the processes. So I just want to give you a chance to let the audience know where can they find you? yes so nowadays i'm hanging out on instagram so you can connect with me at the handle
1: at i am grace nelson or one word i also have a facebook profile again it's under my name as well so those are the two starting points in order to connect
0: thank you so much uh grace and thank you so much for being willing to do this and we're just so honored that we got to speak with you today for the podcast
1: thank you so much brian and i just want to add that you've got such a
0: beautiful radiance about
1: you so uh, yes I've, i've really enjoyed my time here today
0: thank you very much that means a lot thank you